0: Welcome to the Semantic Mastery Podcast, where we answer SEO and marketing questions that help you increase revenue and save time. Be sure to visit semanticmastery.com slash humpday, where we answer live questions every week at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just go to semanticmastery.com slash humpday and put your SEO and marketing question onto the event page. First come, first serve. All right, let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Semantic Mastery Podcast. This is episode number 85. I'm Adam Moody and with me as always is Hernan Vasquez. How's it going, Hernan?
1: Hey, Adam Moody. Hey, everyone. It's really, really good to be here. I'm excited to be back home with the new rig, the new studio, the new everything. So this should be, hopefully, a little bit better than the ghetto kind of setup that we have been pushing for the past couple of weeks or months, I would say. But yeah, I'm really excited to be here.
0: Yeah, I apologize to everyone if the audio was a little bit off. It's something we can definitely work on, but we generally, uh, our default setting is something is better than nothing. So instead of not putting out a podcast for a while, um, we were recording Hangouts. So, uh, But Hernan's back and he's the audio master. So I think we're back on track now. Yep. All right. Well, uh, this is the week before Thanksgiving in the US. Uh, so for those of you who know what's going on there, we generally... Uh, take a day or two off towards the end of next week and that means that there will not be a podcast next week but we are going to do a little bit longer one today and answer uh, one question from hump day hangouts and then kind of dive into a topic of interest specifically uh, focusing and how this can affect uh, overall not only your productivity but also then how that affects uh, you the amount of work you get done how you are perceived uh, and your bottom line So uh, without uh, wasting any more time, this time, you know, I was trying to talk to some Spanish to Hernan and it was a miserable failure. And after last episodes, I think I'm going to wait a few weeks before I subject anyone else to that again.
1: Okay. We would appreciate
0: that. Sounds good. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, I'm pulling up the page right now. I want to see who this was. This was RL. And he was asking, how do we go about finding keywords for long tail traffic? And then what is the best way to write about it? uh so we'll get into that i just want to add this to it because he was saying if we're trying to focus on for example water heater repair replacement and trying to generate content specifically designed for that long tail traffic it's tough to write articles you know about how much does it cost what's the replacement cost what are the three tips to finding a good plumber stuff like that so kind of two questions here so let's start off with finding keywords for long tail traffic uh hernan what's what are your uh pieces of advice here
1: well, yeah, you can usually go the, the route of uh, Power Suggest Pro, right? So that would be that would be the best the best idea that that I would think of off the top of my head. The other one would be um, Google Trends and Google Search Suggestions. But again, uh, Power Pro would actually do the have a lifting for you in Google Search uh, Suggestions, which are usually you know keywords that people are actually searching for. So that would be you know that would be my my my. My weapon of choice, if I had to choose uh, a weapon to go ahead and do some uh, longer tail keyword research.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good way to do it. Uh, bundle those up to you know get some ideas because in this uh, area too, you're probably going to know a lot of them. But definitely doing some research, Google Trends and like Hernan said Power suggest Pro to get maybe some different angles uh, so that you have more to write about. So I agree. And Power suggest Pro is awesome. We've been using it for years. You know, it's a, a pretty amazing product so you know anyways we talk about it all the time so if you haven't used it please go check it out
1: yeah um, an- another yeah. option sorry adam another option would be to plug your competitors into SEMrush. Uh i know that we don't talk about SEM rush a lot so that would be another idea uh, to plug your competitors into SEMrush and see what they're they are ranking for i love that tool because it will allow you to know exactly what kind of keywords are bringing them the more traffic um so you can actually use that to uh, kind of reverse engineer their, their content strategy and go from there. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, that's a
0: good idea, I like that. Um, let's see then, the second part of this question. So talking about generating content specifically for then those keywords, <clears throat> excuse me, it's tough to continue to write about these topics. So I, I agree, and I think you know a lot of it too is, is value. Okay, there there's definitely some SEO value to writing some of those. Um, some of those pieces about you know how much does this cost and that cost and if you're writing for an actual let's say you have a local client then that's information people are going to want to know so i think there's a lot of value both from the seo and the user interface standpoint Uh, but then you can go further than that and i would look at this maybe in two ways and say okay if this isn't done for a local client or for your local lead generation site then you know there's all sorts of things you can do you can still write about uh, these topics, but go out and use content curation, find very good articles, you can do roundups, you can do um, infographics, there's, I, mean, I don't know, Hernán, what are some other ideas that come to mind?
1: Yeah, yeah, you can start, I would definitely recommend curation, because curation will allow you, whether you're doing local or not, it doesn't really matter, it will allow you to churn out, you know, you know, to, to put out a lot of content quick, um, without compromising quality, right, or readability, et cetera, et cetera. Number one and number two, what I would suggest also is to uh, bun- kind of bundling uh, keywords together, because when you're doing like when you're doing long tail research, you will know you will notice that there's a lot of variations of the same stuff, right? So uh, instead of doing an article per each long tail keyword, uh, you can bundle like. Ten different long-tail keywords into one big article, right? That 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 then could be turned into a money article. But the main point is that you can bundle them together because at the end of the day, what you're doing is to try to get as many real estate as possible from that article that you're writing. So either you put out filler, quote unquote, with curation, uh, filler content with curation, or you you know you bundle like. Five or 10 similar long tail
0: keywords into one big article. Cool. Yeah. And I've just went back and found we had a, um, a webinar with Scott Scanlon, who has a, a curation product. And he had some really good advice on local, which is part of what I'm going to mention. And we'll drop the link to that webinar. Um, I think this was back in, when was this? Uh, spring of 2016. So a year and a half ago. But some really good advice that definitely still applies is if you are doing local. Uh, then it becomes easy to to really come up with uh, this content because not only can you come up with the content in the niche itself, but then you can also start curating or including information from the local community because one, um, you know, it's local based, and then two, people are going to, um, you know, it's, it's much more user friendly, and you can then include, you know, some keywords so long as it flows. So, I mean, just as an example, let's say we're targeting one city and, you know, you're talking about your water heaters, you know, maybe as the season changes, you can talk about that. You know, maybe if it's a cold area, you can include an article from the local news channel or news uh, website, and then, you know, have a thing in there about, you know, the, the uh, seasons are changing. Here's what the news had to say. And, you know, don't forget to get your water heater serviced or whatever. <laughs> so that's the idea behind that. But anyways, we'll include the link to the webinar with Scott. I highly suggest you check it out for curation. And he, he's got some real uh, gold nuggets in there. Cool. All right. Um, I think that'll do it for that question. Uh, hopefully, that's uh, helpful, and you can get some good advice or some good action out of that. I think that um, anybody looking to to do content in this manner, I think, will find that helpful. So definitely generate some keywords, and then get after it. There's a lot of different ways you can do it. And part of this too is coming up with your own process. You know, once you've done this, you know, don't reinvent the wheel. Start writing down what are the top things. What are the posts that convert? You know, do it. Is it a top ten? Uh, you know, then you can do several of those a year. You know, you can't have every post be that, but you know, there's no reason to ha- only do one ever. So a lot of the stuff you can, um, you know, alter and reuse again. Let's see. All right, so uh, next up, uh, we wanted to talk about focusing. So this was on my mind. I just did a post in the Semantic Mastery Facebook group. Um, if you're not a member, we'll include the link below. Uh, it's free to join. And I wanted to share some information with people about focusing uh, because it's so important in terms of what you get out of what you do. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, no two people work the same, and given one hour, um, you can get drastically different results uh, from different people. Okay, and I, I think it's an important topic, and it's very important, especially for those of us. Who either work uh, remotely, work um, you know alone, or tend to work online, uh, and, and you don't necessarily have a measuring stick. But a lot of times, maybe you know you could be getting more done, or you just have an urge to get more done, and maybe you know for yourself, or you just have a big project. Uh, and, and I think it's really important. And there's some really practical ways you can go about this. So, for myself. Um, I'll share my quick tips uh, that I mentioned in the group. Uh, and then I'm curious to hear how Hernan does this because I also know that Hernan is a beast and this guy puts out um, not only a lot of content, but a lot of really high quality content and manages to, to keep a lot of projects going at the same time. So uh, as far as action items you can do, this stuff sounds simple, uh, but like a lot of productivity, it's taking the simple or the ordinary and just doing it extraordinarily well. And that'll get you the most results. So uh, the first thing I do if let's say I've got a one-hour time block that I really want to focus on one project. Okay I get my phone I you know I'm guilty of it just as much as anyone I check Facebook I see the alerts but I grab my phone and I put it out of arms reach and I put it face down so I can't see it. All right secondly you can shut down your email or minimize it get rid of Skype close it out close Facebook Okay, get rid of that stuff. For the most part, get, as, get rid of as many notifications as you can. Um, for myself, I really have no reason to get any notifications, um, you know, unless it's somebody calling me telling me my house is burning down or something. There's almost nothing that can't wait an hour. So minimize those uh, as much as you can, okay? And then once you say, okay, I, I think I'm ready to get started, take a minute and, you know, just clear your mind. Uh, just take a minute. Think about it. Is there anything in your mind? Are you forgetting anything? Write it down. Pop it into your uh, whatever you use, Todoist or uh, whatever your kind of to-do list tracking area is. If it's a three by five index card or the back of an envelope, whatever it is, and then continue to do that as you work through your your um, you know your time block there. And it, you know the best of us trip up, and you know we find ourselves drifting, or you're thinking about something else. Just stop, write it down, and then get back to it. Uh, and then right before you start, the last thing I'll say is. Write out what it is you want to do. Don't just say I'm working on this project. Uh, that's not really a goal. Write out what it is you want to be done. If you have an hour, maybe you have three uh, actionable tasks that you are going to complete in that time, and write them down so that they are very specific. What it is. So sounds like a lot, but that little planning process should take you like two minutes, uh, including you know shutting everything down, thinking about what's on your mind, getting it out of your head, and then laying out what you want to do for that time block. And I guarantee you, if you're not doing something like this, just doing that alone can you know maybe even like up to double your productivity depending on how distracted you are uh, and then there's disproportionate <laughs> rewards for people who are able to focus a lot I mean it you know if you can double your productivity that's that's awesome so I don't hernan what do you think about that and then uh, the follow-up to that would be like what are your uh, what's your go-to method hmm
1: well, yeah, good question. Um, yeah, and I totally agree with you, Adam. Like, I, I would say that there are basically two main clusters of, of methods that I use on a daily basis. Number one is like, because here, here's the way I see it. There are like menial tasks that you need to complete on a daily basis, right? So those are usually urgent tasks, but uh, they're, they're, they're urgent, but they're not so important. So those are one types of tasks and the best way to go ahead and, and do them on one big chunk is to bundle them and batch them, right? So for example, if I need to do reports, which I know that they're, they're important or they're urgent because I need to have them by X date, then I just do them on, on, on batch. So I'll do them and I, I, I group them together so that, you know, I will dedicate like one full hour, two full hours to reports and that's it. So that's one thing. The other type of task that you need to be doing is the long term, the not urgent but really, really important task. So I think that it all boils down to what kind of uh, goals you've got and how you know are you approaching those goals on a daily basis. So for example, one thing that has helped me tremendously, and I need to thank Adam about this, is the using the best of journal, right? Because it will always put <coughs> sorry, it will always put in front of you your biggest goals. And three tasks that you need to complete on a daily basis that will bring you closer to that goal. If you have a really big goal, you need to be moving towards that goal on a daily basis, right? So it's an endurance uh, race. It's not like like a sprint. It's an endurance thing. So having that goal in the front of your mind will allow you to actually perform the tasks, whether you want it or not, to... Get closer, even if it's a little bit. So that would be one thing. And the other thing that comes hand in hand with planning out and having your goals in front of your mind would be to spend time out of the screen, right? Or away of the screen. I totally agree with what Adam was saying. Get off Facebook, get off the the PC if you can, you know, turn off the thing and get out of there and get a piece of paper and start planning out. This is high-level stuff. This is where the magic happens because the time of the screen which you know we usually spend like 12 15 16 hours a day in front of the screen that time even if it is for half an hour can help you plan in the next 6 to 12 months of your business so combining the power of having a a one big goal hairy goal that will you know propel you forward forward and then writing it down or or divide (coughs) dividing it in a way that you can go ahead and and write it down like with a piece of paper that will help you tremendously and it helps me a lot taking like five or ten minutes in the morning and five or ten minutes at night to actually plan out the entire day and write down my goals so I think those two things like having a clear understanding of what are to-do lists right or you know having that and 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 chunking them and bundling them together number one and number two Planning out your entire day with a piece of paper, I think that will help you out a lot initially. Then you can go a little bit more ninja, but
0: you know, that 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 should put you in the right track, if you ask me. Definitely. No, that sounds good. Man. Yeah, there's a lot to be said for goals. I think that's a whole other subject we'll have to cover sometime. If people are interested, be happy to talk about that. Um, That's a really powerful technique. And, you know, whether it's writing down your big goals, referencing your goals, breaking goals down into actionable steps and goal visualization, there's all sorts of stuff. But I think uh, we'll stop here for today and say that, you know, if, You've got any questions about any of that stuff? Uh, let us know in the Facebook group. You know, this is we find this to be important uh, as well. It doesn't matter that if we're talking SEO and digital marketing. You know, if you can't focus and be productive, then you know none of that stuff is going to matter. But if you can really focus and get productive uh, on what you're doing and what you're growing, uh, you're, you're going to be more successful. So we and we preach it all the time. It's very important, no matter what you're doing. Yep, sounds good. Cool. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. Uh, It's going to be two weeks, so hope everybody in the U.S. has a good uh, Thanksgiving holiday and stay safe, all that good stuff, and we'll be back in a couple weeks. Sounds good, Adam. Bye-bye. All right. Bye, everybody.